This episode is sponsored by Insight Graphics, your number one stop shop for design, print, signs, and vehicle wraps. You can find them on their website at insightgraphics.com. E-N-S-I-G-H-T-G-R-F-X. You can also follow them on social media at Insight Graphics. Hey, 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 guess who's back? And for the real first episode, this is the Field of Night podcast with B-Boy and with my special guest... DJ J Rod. Hey, what's up, bro? You're. How's everything, man? Everything's good. Everything's good, man. Can't complain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just want to give a little shout out to my bro, uh, co-host DJ Maravilla too. You hear him? Doing the sounds. He, he can barely hear me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So, welcome everyone to our first and real episode with our guest DJ J Rod. Thanks, yes. brother, for coming out. Anytime, anytime, man. You know we go way back. We started pretty much around the same time, you know. I just started a couple of years before you. But, uh, yeah, I saw your whole, like, come up. <laughs> way, <so. laughs> I mean, uh, all right. So, how do I know J-Rod? Uh, met J-Rod pr- uh, probably around 2014, right? Yeah. 2014, that around that time. Real Lounge. Uh, That's what, oh. His first gig. On his first gig. And, I, and on the last episode, I, I was listening. And, uh, right. Yeah, and I, that just kind of brought me back. And I remember, he, yeah, he played that first house song. I was like, oh, and, and I love house. I was a big fan of house too. That's how me and him got really like you and I. Along. Yeah, yeah, we got along because of that. Yeah. So, tell me, um, so how was your up and coming? Where where did you first start your whole nightlife scene? Uh, I would say, all right. So first, um, I used to DJ with. I, I did a, a teen night. That was like. Kinda a first nightclub. Teenage, now, I hated teenagers. Yeah, that was like <laughs> I was eighteen, uh, and I used to DJ with a guy named Santiago Bestanelli. He's not a DJ anymore, but um, right. Shout outs to him. Right. Uh, and then, but my official first first gig was at Vivo Lounge with uh, Frankie Rara. Really? Yeah. Wow. With, uh, with the whole new new level. New level DJs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh wow. My bad. Big round of applause. <laughs> big round of applause. Okay. That's I'm with cool. the pioneers, bro. I'm oh. One of the pioneers. All too. right. <laughs> and what days were that? Uh, that was that was Thursdays. Thursday nights. Yeah. So the Latin Thursday nights. Latin party. Nights. Yeah. And then uh, they gave me the shot, and then I used to do here and there uh excel lounge i don't know if XL you remember lounge. that one no i it don't was, remember that I was i was not there yet it was a big a, a place with like three rooms that's actually where i met like a lot of djs too um but uh the guy who booked me there was omar omar crespo yeah yeah i yeah. know who he is right, a, pro, right. a promoter from back in the day too right right and yeah that's kind of where i started and then was that teen nights on xl or was it was it? like a college it was a mix of college and you know anybody over than that you know we had a latin room we had the the main room was like hip-hop top 40 and then the third room was like anything really it was uh yeah it was it was a good party did you did you open up or close your sets or uh, did you headline no i would open up because obviously they didn't know my potential or what i had you know on the table but then once they heard me and i was able to bring the people too right that's when i continued you know they continued to have me so okay uh, yeah and then after that that's when i met you at rio literally right after that yeah rio <laughs> in the iron bound the iron oh Buster. that place brings back memories oh that place <laughs> <laughs> well well jay um just want to say that um 
we started at Rio, and I didn't know who you were, actually. You were just a tall guy, opened yeah. up a laptop, and like, excuse me, I have to play. I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. Fine. Um, so who gave you the opportunity to work at Rio Lounge? That, that was Milton. That was Milton. Yeah, because I was still expanding myself, so I felt like I had to exp- you know go somewhere else besides those two places you know i felt like i was in a like a bubble right so i did you know i spoke to a couple you know djs and they told me you know if you really want to start getting booked somewhere else or whatever you have to go out there and get network so that's literally what i did i went to uh, milton started the party like it was like the second weekend so i went just i never met him before i just went in to show love yeah just to show love and i never met him before so I asked about him, and then uh, I was like, look, uh, I play here and here, so, you know, can you give me a shot? And he's like, all right, I'll give you a tryout, you know. I obviously, I did it for free. Obviously, just yeah. to, you know, test out the waters. Yeah. Right. So after that, that's when, um, yeah, I, you know, I rocked the set, and then he, he made me the, the resident. He's like, I really like the way you play. You know, you just got to work on your mic skills a little bit. And I wasn't saying much. I was just saying the typical. Everybody get your hands up in the air. (laughs) You know, I didn't really get deep into, you know, like, hey, buy drinks, buy this, you know, hey, you know, just to warm up the party, you know. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah. And then from there. And then from there, you know, we just, uh, you know, I was there every Thursday until. Until everyone else showed up and we all came and established party. Yep. But I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Because of that party. Yeah. It gave me way more connections where I like I, I am where I am now because of that place. Right. So it did lead me, you know, to a good. It opened up more opportunities for you. Yeah. Met DJs, promoters, the whole nine, you know. And whatever they told you back then that you should start ne- networking, uh, you did. Yeah. That's so good. That's, so now I mean, you're booked every freaking day <laughs> and I barely have time to talk to you. You're always busy. You always leave me on red. And yeah. all I can say one thing about you, Jay. You got some nice edits. What? <laughs> let me let me get into detail with that. Uh-huh. I know, and I know Maravilla knows, and a lot of people that we all know, you mm-hmm. have some really nice tracks. That's... When I your songs, your edits. Thank you, thank I you. I have no idea where you get them, but every time I hear your mix, I need my Shazam on because I'm like, where am I gonna get this? Yeah. <laughs> You're not so, gonna find it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you got connects there, and I like it. I like that makes you very different from everybody else. Yeah, you know what's crazy? I was um I was with uh Chris Michaels the other day. Yeah. Another fellow DJ, a friend of mine, and you know, he told me he's like, "Yo, you're the edit master." He's like, "He's a scratch like I like him because he could scratch. He's a beast at scratching and all that, and I'm really into that." And he's like, "Yo, you know why you're my favorite DJ?" And I'm like, "I'm your favorite DJ." And then he's like, "Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you're the freaking edit master, bro." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, "Dude, I cannot find the tracks that like the you know the intros that you come out with with the outros that you have the breaks the socks yeah yeah and i'm like i just you know i really take time to research that's like that's the main thing that i do i take a whole day or two days no matter how busy i am i take that time to just research what nobody has and you know and that's how that's i would say that's what makes me different right all right so definitely need that so speaking about edits so we're gonna take a little break and we're gonna show the people how good are your edits? <clears throat> so we'll take a break. We, we'll be right back. J-Rod in the mix. B-Boy. We'll be right back. DJ, 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 DJ. 
Alright, I hope you guys enjoy that mini mix from DJ J-Rod. So, let me ask you this question, Jay. Yes, ask away. <laughs> so, do you think that when you started, you know, how you started with, you know, free uh, sets and a, a free exposure for yourself? Yes, of course. Come to present time, do you believe that DJs are doing that now? Uh, yeah, of course. Like, you know, if back then, you know... They started off oh, like you know, like me. I started off. I had to show what I had. You know, right. nobody's gonna just book you off the like off the start. So I feel like they are doing it now, but now I don't know. Like it, this happened to me recently. Um, talk away, so talk away. I was booked at a club, right. and so out of nowhere, the the promoter hits me up and tells me, "Hey, uh, it's all right. We don't need you for the night. We're canceling." Whoa. Yeah, and you know, then when I actually see the flyer again, you know, they booked uh, a DJ that actually knew him, but he was just starting off, so he actually kind of just like took my booking for free, and I actually figured, you know, I figured it, I put one and one together, right. and I figured it out like, okay, why they why they canceled you for him? Well, obviously he was doing it for free, right? Or you know, he would do it for like a drink or do it for this, you know. But I mean, I, I mean now, sorry to cut you off, but it's like mm -hmm. I mean now it's like. I go to clubs and I see that, you know, I see DJs just smoking or just well smoking the little hookah and not even mixing. You know, it's like, what are you doing this for? Yeah. They, you know, it's I, like, put your, put your heart into it, put whatever you need to like make me dance, you know, like <laughs> you're making, oh my God. I feel like what the problem now is that it's not for the love of the music or, you know, being the DJ is more like, hey, like I just want to get the most bookings or... So it's a race. I wanna, it's like a race. Why? It's, Why? That shouldn't be like that. Yeah. Back in the day, you know, like it is an, at the end of the day, it is a competition. But at the same time, it's not. We all got to work together as one. You know, that's the way I feel, you know, because I book you here. You book me there. I feel like that's that's an even amount, you know, a good trade, as you say. Right. So, so us DJs should really come together and work, work out on how we should branch out in this nightlife scene. Yeah, we of should, course. You know, never bite the hand that feeds you, you know? So it's like, I, I completely understand. You know, there's times I helped you out with gigs and sometimes you helped me out with gigs. Of course. And that's how you and I got close and we started to trust each other more. Mm -hmm. that's, that's amazing. But nowadays, it's... Eh, no. Everyone yeah. just like... Nope. Oh, uh, Everybody keeps their little bookings and they right. just like, they don't want to, they don't want to, you know... They don't want to help you out. Yeah. Like, come on. I, I mean, you know, I, I do this for, I wouldn't say a living, but you know, this is my... I wouldn't say a side job, but this is my weekend thing, you know? Yeah. Like, I love doing this. And I would love to help out anybody that would come to me, you know, ask for music, ask for a booking, ask for anything else, you know? It's like, I'm more willing to help anyone who comes up to me. Yes, yes, of course. You know, but it's like, nobody's like that. And I don't get why. Everybody is just very stingy with, like, what they have or what they, they, they think they have. Right. But at the end of the day, they don't, like, you know. I've seen a lot of DJs, you know, the ones that are really like they're not that humble and they're just onto themselves they overcharge for no reason you're not oh, you know anywhere big than you know and i don't see them booked as much I, like in a few years like i've seen them in the past years they they haven't got booked that like that so mm, i can name like three out of my <laughs> top of my head right now what you just said and you see that <laughs> like like that's why i remain humble i try to be you know 
be casual friends with at least majority of these promoters building relationships yeah building relationships you know that that's, that's the at the thing, end of the day you know? this thing is about networking exactly socializing and, everything and, and you know what's crazy like people don't understand that and i would love for people to understand that it takes it takes a lot of courage to go up to someone and be like hey you don't know me but i know you you're a promoter let's work together here's my mm -hmm. price and you know what thing that really bothers me is that sometimes nobody likes to negotiate no it's like oh i for instance for example um i charge for a night 500 oh no that's too much that's too much i'm like all right cool i can go for i'll, I'll drop it at least for 450 okay all right so what can you bring me i'm like oh, all right relax <laughs> relax <laughs> yeah that, that's the thing about the nightlife now if the place i would say if the club is not you know settled they're not gonna waste you know, money yeah of, yeah of course they're gonna they want you to bring you know the people i understand it because you know that that's just business right but you know but but wait, when did the djs become the promoters i would you know say I mean? just the time i pretty much became a dj <laughs> right this started a couple like a while ago but it was just like, about 10 years ago right i mean we can hit up our friends be like hey yo what's up come through come show us love but they can never expect to pack the clubs. It, I, I'm going to say this, you know, there's only a few DJs that can actually pack, pack out a club, you know, and there's still radio DJs out there. Not like I, I have love for them and everything, but there's some radio DJs. They, they can't pack, pack out the club, you know, that's all into the club, their marketing and whatever promoters they hire. That's up to them. That's in my this is my, you know, my point of view. Yeah. Like I me, I work, you know, at a Saturday club. I bring them what I can. But they never complain. So, you know, I feel like it's it all depends on the club and how they market themselves and the, the people they hire. The people for they promoters. hire for promoters. Yeah. And that's their job. Right. You know, our job is to supply music. No, to make people dance. No, yeah. actually, how I see it is to make people drunk. To get them drunk. <laughs> if you can get a crowd drunk for one uh -huh. hour, in one hour you can get them drunk, you did a great job. In yep. my eyes, to be honest. And I find it like a very, you know, like, I I I got respect for a DJ. If there's even five people in that club and they're sitting down and you get them up to dance and you actually keep them there for like at least a while, till your whole set's you, done. You're you know I got respect for you. Exactly. Because I've did, I've done that a couple times where you know the place was like twenty people and I had them dancing until three o'clock in, you know, in the morning. Exactly. You have to read the crowd. Yeah. You gotta satisfy that is your the job. crowd. That is your job. That is our job as DJs, and nobody really understands that. They just think we push buttons, and we just <laughs> say, put your hands up in the air. No, it doesn't work like that. Trust me. There's been times where someone's looked at me like, what are you doing? Play something different. I'm like, oh, okay. my bad, my bad, my bad. You know? But, um, <clears throat> all right, cool. So, Jay, um, have, have, uh, have you ever done big concerts? Yes, I've done a couple. Um, my first big concert i would say uh it was back at club envy and i opened up for don miguelo don miguelo dembo yeah. artist yeah he was a dembo he did dembo and like some merengue you know he was big on the latin scene dominican scene and it was actually on new year's that was the first time and i was nervous it was about maybe a thousand five hundred people wow and that was the first time i opened up for anything as that big how'd you My feel I was nervous. <laughs> I didn't even know what to say. <laughs> Did you even know what to start with? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like music wise, I had it locked down. It was just the motivating that crowd to, you know, to, to get amped up. Yeah. To amp up the up. crowd before the, the hell, 
Yeah, before the actually the headlining DJ, and then the artist went after him, and yeah. Oh, so was, you opened up for the headlining DJ? Yes. Who was that? And that was uh, Anthony Ray. Anthony Ray. Yeah, he's from X. He's in X now. Okay. Yeah. Great dude, very humble guy. But uh, yeah, and then he actually opened up for the artist. He did this thing like where he spoke on the mic. He just amped up the crowd, you know. And then when I saw that, that's motivated me to push yourself. Yeah, to push myself to do that, you know, because that's what people want. That's how people book you, you know, when they see stuff like that, you know, and they'll book and then they'll book you with artists and you know. The manager of the artist might book you too, you know? Yeah, you, you never, never know. know. You know, people You don't know see. where that opens, you know? Yeah, the opportunity is going to come in and you're going to be like, whoa, they're not surprised. You know, was not expecting that, you know? <laughs> exactly. All right, so uh, so we're going to take a little break. Um, so let's get into another mix. This is the Feel the Night podcast with J Rod and B Boy and Maravilla. <laughs> Tu ves buena mala, ya quiere que le dé. No mueve esa chapa, le puso 7-3. Tu ves buena mala, ya quiere que le dé. No mueve esa chapa, le puso 7-3. Tu ves buena mala, ya quiere que le dé. No mueve esa chapa, le puso 7-3. Tu ves buena mala, ya quiere que le dé. No mueve esa chapa, le puso 7-3. Quiere que le dé. Quiere que le dé.
citizen to lean. That's why I'm over retarded. That's why I'm over retarded. Baby, welcome to the party. Huh? I hit the boy up and then I go skate in a Rari. Baby, welcome to the party. <laughs> Bitch, I'm a duck. Get me lit. Gun on my head. One in the head. Set in the clip. Baby. Baby, baby, baby. baby don't trip. Just lower your tone. Cause you can get hit. Don't let that hit me in my system. I get your body. Next day I forget it. Nigga try to score the body. And listen again. Nigga, I was just with him. Look. Be on my villain niggas. On my villain niggas. On my killing niggas. Other kids. Since a young nigga, I've been drilling niggas. Mom saw us stuck in the moment. While I'm in the club, throwing them hundreds and fifties and ones and ones. I smoke, they know I'm wildin'. If I'm on the island, I'm snatching the cell. Brody got locked, denied his bail until he free. I'm racing hell. Tell my shooters, call me FaceTime. For all the times we had to FaceTime. Fifty nights to do a state time. If you need the glizzy, you can take mine. Big drip, big drip. I fell in love with a lit bitch. Hey, shit. She wanna suck on my lit dick. Hey, hey, hey. Couple bitches I get lit with. Couple bitches I get lit with. I bitch spit. I give a fuck who you bit with. Hey, hey, hey. Bow. They loving the style. They loving the style. Oh. Send me the Addy, I'm hunting them down. Send me the Addy, I'm hunting them down.
All right. That was a dope set, J-Rod. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I'm trying. So, so let's get back to what we were talking about. Um, yes. So you worked with artists before. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, well, I would open for a concert night with the artists there. Of course. Now, what was the next big artist that you opened up for or played with? I would say after that, I would say... I would say at Bliss Lounge. Um, Bliss Nightclub. Bliss, yeah. No, it was actually called Bliss Lounge. It was in, yeah, in Clifton, New Jersey. Uh, I opened up for Nengo Flow. That was the actual the artist. And. Reggaeton? No, he's yeah, reggaeton, it was reggaeton. Reggaeton, right? Yeah, okay. he was reggaeton. Yeah. Uh, Latin people that night. Yeah. Okay. That's the thing about main, like mainly my events, they're, they're very Latin. And I kind of. I kind of like want to talk about that. Like a lot of promoters, they see me as a Latin DJ, and you know, I went up to a lot of promoters that done In top forty other scene. Yeah, the whole other <laughs> scene, different genre. And I could do any type of crowd. You know, I could do hip hop, top forty house. You know, I could play everything. I, I know but you they could. Don't, I listen to your mixes. Yeah, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. But that's the thing. Like they don't know about that. You know, I always tell them, you know, I could do this. I give them my mixes, but they don't, you know, obviously they're not going to listen to it. You know, they're not going to bother just because they're, I'm not going to say they have their own little DJs or whatever, but is that. They probably don't see you being yeah, that kind of person. They don't think I can handle that crowd. Yeah. Maybe. Which, which is, honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. The whole other nightlife scene besides mm -hmm. Latin, it's freaking easy, bro. Yeah. So easy. I'm sorry. It's, That's just me. My opinion. Like, yeah. It's like you said that last episode. It's easy. 128 BPM, and then you just... Yeah, you know, well, I mean, out. it's not all it's like, house music, you know? It but it's house. like, you know, it's just here and there. Mix it up a bit. But, uh, yeah. But, like, that's the thing. Majority, too, also, like, with the Latin DJs, there's some of them that can't even do that. So, you know, it, it kind of... I, like, I do understand them, but at the same time, you got to give the person a shot. You got to, like, at least give them 30 minutes, at least, to, sh to prove themselves. You know, for any promoters out there that neglected a latin dj you know we're already in the era where you know latin is is big, big. yeah yeah big, big. It, well why because like a thorn trap you know like artists like bad bunny j balvin but i is hitting off and that's very that's, that's latin that's very latin tribal music so it's yeah. house music yeah everyone's what's that one song uh saxo suelta saxo oh, suelta y también baila baila it? conmigo baila conmigo yeah that those are the only two songs that really hit and really hit the nightlife really hard when it comes to the crowd. Mm -hmm. Even white people know that. So yeah, yeah that's so really it's cool. Like, that's that's great. So we're already on that verge. So you know, so hopefully you know in the future that'll hopefully see you yeah. in, in, in <laughs> nightclubs. In those you know yeah top forty nightclubs. But uh, going back to like the artist thing, um, I think my biggest gig was uh, New Year's Eve. I played oh, in front go. of, yeah, I played in uh, Univision, you know, I, I got a, I, I'm going to tell you the story about this. Like, yes, get deep into this. <laughs> I'm going to show you how I got this gig. So Do it. one of my friends, um, his name is DJ Casper. Shout out to him. Shout out to, Shout out to you because, yeah, I wouldn't be able to do this. Um, because of him. So he already had a, that night on New Year's, he had something on contract at a club. So he couldn't get out of it. So somebody called him to do that event. Like, hey, you need a DJ for this artist on New Year's Eve on the countdown. 
you know, and it, it's huge. That's you know? huge. You want to know, a lot of people are viewing. And so. the first person he called was me. And I'm like, <laughs> I was surprised. <laughs> cause a I, joke? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? You want me to what? And, you know, this guy got connections, man. I'm, I'm not going to lie. But um, he and it was because like I he, he told me he's like, yo, you're very humble. And he's like, for my birthday, like it was on that month. It was his birthday. And he invited so many DJs. A lot of them didn't show up. I showed up. I just met the guy, too. Like, I met him that, that same year. But Jasper. he's like, yeah. Okay. And he's like, you know, I appreciate it. And I did a set for him for his birthday. You know, that's another thing that, that, you know, DJs do for other DJs if, you know, if they want to. But if you're, if I respect you, you know, if you're, you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't come out of my pocket, man. Like, you know, it comes out a long way because, you know, when it comes to, you know, when my birthday comes, you know. I, I know you'll do a set for me, you know, right. it's and it goes like love, that, you know, so thank God I actually did that. And, you know, he's the one that gave me the call. And then, you know, I was getting, you know, I went. How'd you feel? Hold up. How, how did you feel? First off, I was cold. <laughs> I, was, I was more cold than the nervous because that was actually the one New Year's that was zero degrees outside. Uh, yeah, that's right. 20, yeah, 2018. 2018. And uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry, who, who, who did you open up for? Uh, well, who did you DJ for? I DJed for uh, Leslie Grace and Nacho. It was actually two performances. I had to rehearse and everything. Oh, really? And they literally, and they this call when it came in, it was a week before New Year's. So I literally had to go for four days, you know, to New York to rehearse on the actual stage too. Did you feel like, did you feel nervous meeting the artist? Yeah, it was, it was, it was very nerve breaking because like, you know, when we had to rehearse together, you know, I never met this artist or whatever. <laughs> and, and it was just like, you know. I mean, working with art. I mean, yeah. Big time. And they were just time. like regular, you know, it was like, it was chill. They they saw me as a regular person. They saw me like, you know, hey, like like your coworker. Like that. that right. That's what it was. And so, you know. What, where Actually, where was the rehearsal? Uh, it was right there. It was like uh, on the hotel on the on the street where the where they had the countdown of, of New Year's. Okay. Yeah. And man, it was... What did they tell you to do? They so <laughs> when I went in, I was thought I was actually going to DJ, like I was gonna play the tr the the instrumental. But in reality, it was just all acting. That's all it was. So they just said, "All right, pretend you're pushing buttons. Yeah, and put your hands up and just <laughs> you know rock with the crowd." Yeah. Oh god. And actually, if you look at the like, I post the photos here and there, you know, on the Throwback Thursdays, and like if you actually zoom in, you don't see no cables on the the mixer or anything. <laughs> Is Ladies unplugged. and gentlemen, if you see the video, I, Jay, you should put it up as a throwback. Yeah. You see the videos. Uh, um, nothing's connected. Nothing's <laughs> Nothing connected, is connected. Nothing. And he has his headphones on. The artists are going in. And the dancers <laughs> are going in. And Jay Rogers with his hands up in the air and just killing it. I'm just jamming. That's all I'm doing. With his but, really big gold chain. And he was killing it. Yep. And it was, uh, it, it was, it was a great experience. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. And like, I think I was like one of the first, they told me I was the first DJ to do that. So you really, know, yeah, because they told me before they always had dancers, you know, a band with an artist. They never had a DJ in the background. So I was actually, you know, it's, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to actually have that, you know. But did, did you did you ask for the autographs? Oh yeah, I you did. did? I, yeah, uh, <laughs> I actually have save it. <laughs> I say, I'm saving that because that, that, that's something you know to remember. Of course, it was and just a great night. I saw you on TV. <laughs> literally, me and Maravilla, literally. Waiting for my gig. We were about to go somewhere. I was going to go play somewhere. And I was like, yo, let's check out J-Rod. So we turned on Univision. And boom, there you go. I'm like, like right nice. There. 10 o'clock p.m. Boom. That's right. Like, it was, uh, yeah. 
So happy. It was a so nice happy. To remember. So happy. Latin DJ. J-Rod. Making them proud, man. Making y'all proud. For real. I mean, well, oh, actually, you're Dominican, correct? Yes, yes. I'm Dominican. Um, both of my parents born over there in DR. I was actually born in Brooklyn. Moved here when I was like 10 years old, and then I've been a Jersey boy ever since. So, and I love it here. <laughs> yeah? Okay. I would think back, like, if I still stood in New York, will I still be a DJ? And uh, I don't know, man. Well, actually. It's hard over there. I, I didn't even talk to you guys about that like I, I got into djing because um actually my cousin he's a uh he's a he was a dj but then now he's a sound guy he actually does sound for jimmy sound shout out to you he does sound for like uh jay keyless big artist arcangel yeah big time and uh yeah he he was actually the one i saw him dj as a kid and you know as he used to mess with the uh, techniques an okay. actual vinyl record. Vinyl record. Yeah, like not the Serato ones. Like no, no, no. The actual I get vinyl. you, I get you. Yeah, and then after that, like I kind of saw him and then I like, I got kind of into it. I was like, I kind of want to try that. But I didn't try it till later on. I was like 16, 17 and I bought the a controller actually. And from there, I kind of just went on, you know, it was easy, you know, you just get the laptop, you know, it was easy really to, to get into. Right. You know, I mean. If you were to stay in New York, I think it would be difficult for you, to be honest. Yeah, the the competition over there is yeah. is crazy. I it's know. Nuts. I mean, didn't you play one nightclub in New York? Yeah, uh, La Boom, actually, in Queens. Yeah, with 3,500 people. Dang, that's a lot. And, that's a lot. And that, and that was actually on my birthday that night. That was another night I was, like, super nervous, you know. But I had to show them what I had, you know. And, you know, uh, shout out to... Uh, Diaz hooked you up with a booking. Yeah, he's the one that actually runs the the bookings there. Uh, I believe I was playing with Cast One that night. It was me. It was actually our birthdays from Cast One from uh, uh, oh, Hundred Seven. Yeah, it was our birthday that day, and um, he was a, a humble guy. I went right after him. I closed. I actually closed the night. Closed the night. Mm-hmm. And was it still packed? Yeah, those people party until five o'clock in the morning, man. No way. Yeah, they don't. They don't leave until the. And they actually don't leave until like until they kick them out. I mean, can you can you tell? I have not been to a New York club <laughs> until five in the morning. I've been to Vegas where party you know never stops, but in New York, really? Yeah, and uh, that that's that's another experience. You know, I do want to get you know I want to get there more. You know, but the competition over there is is really crazy. You really have to know somebody if you want to. It's either you're in a group. Or you're a radio DJ. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's pretty much it. Or if you're like a very dope DJ, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like somebody who's very famous, famous, very very popular, popular on the gram mainly. You know, I think that, I think a lot of promoters and a lot of people see that. If you have a really big following on uh, Instagram, you'll you're most likely gonna get booked because they're just gonna see like, oh hey, he could bring me people. You know. I, and that's another thing uh, I realized that too. Um, you really do have a big following. Yeah, that was like the years of yeah Working I, I, and getting to know people, socializing, marketing. You know, yeah. I mean, every time I check my stories, there's always someone listening to your mixes. Yep. Or someone shouting you out, or someone putting in their story. I'm like, That's, all right, I'm getting tired of him. <laughs> so next, next. Hey, you know what else helps? The me- the memes. The memes. The help. memes help. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> because I'm not when I go lie. back into your page trying to get a meme, it's not there anymore. You just delete it. I'm like, I knew it. You just you clout chaser. I got it. The cloud chasing man. That's what it. That that's that's what twenty twenty is about, man. <laughs> so.
Post the memes, man. All right, so let's take a little break. Uh, J-Rod in the mini mix, Feel the Night Podcast. We'll be right back. Easy, easy, easy. 
dice Celia Cruz con la bamba colorada. Me tiene sudando frío, no quiero mirar más nada. Y se le marca el camaltao a la condena. Dije el diablo, Dios te reprenda. Te voy a decir algo y yo quiero que me lo entienda. Yo te voy a hablar claro, mami, no es pa' que te ofenda. Pero por ti que me jodan, asume y hacienda. Como lo mueve esa muchachota. Machándole al jambo a que se bota. Y yo posteo aquí con esta nota. La miro y rebotan, 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 rebotan. Como lo mueve esa muchachita. Le mete el jambo y no se quita. Yo tengo el ritmo que la debilita. Ella tiene nalga y tetita, nalga y tetita.
Empieza el verano y rico nos vamos A tu marido en su casa lo dejamos Allá te prendemos y lo navegamos Pa' puta ganas no escapamos Y el traje baño poder quitarte Ese cuerpito no se comparte Ve y dile chao al pana Dile que conmigo te quedaste Y el traje baño poder quitarte Ese cuerpito no se comparte Ve y dile chao al pana Que ya llegó el fin de semana Alright, thank you guys. Uh, so, Jay, I want to ask you one thing. Yes, uh, yes, yes. So, where do you see yourself? No, actually, you know what? What is your main goal this year? Um, what is it that you want to accomplish? Well, every year I always uh, have this like goal to uh, extend at least five clubs that I never played before into like, you know, pretty much put in my resume, as you say. Right. And yeah, so like that will be my pretty much my goal this year. You know, I have so far like one that I haven't played, you know, I haven't played before. So I already knocked that one out. So I just need four more and then just keep getting bookings, man. Just like keep grinding, you know, get myself out there more. You know, there's, you know, there's a bunch of clubs out there. Even like you don't have to stay in Jersey or New York or in the tri-state, you know, move somewhere else, man. Like they, they always, there's a lot of people that tell me, you know, from Cali, from Florida that like. The way you guys Jersey people mix is very crazy. different. Yeah. Very different. Very different. And it, I don't know what it is. Is that like maybe we get the music before some people and or some people yeah. just start playing it before. Like, I don't know what it is. But like, yeah, they they're like they there's people. Uh, there's actually a guy in Florida that owns a hookah lounge. And he's like he told me I play your mixes at my hookah lounge. I have no DJs. I literally play your mixes at my hookah lounge. You know, you know, it's crazy, though, because. Um, mm -hmm. like I go to Cali at least like twice a year. Oh, wow. So like when I go to the nightclubs, yeah. it's so different being here and then being over there. I hear that a lot. Because like you can go over there and it's like you listen to the mixes and you listen to the music. Uh -huh. I kid you not. When I went out there, uh, let's call it like two years ago when Bad Bunny was here, it was hot. Really? They didn't know who he was. <laughs> This recently when I went, they didn't know what Guaracha was. And I was putting people on because it's so delayed. Mm -hmm. So probably when I go back, you know, probably mid summer, probably what I and it's crazy because everybody has social media and like you know, and you know people, you know, I have followers from Cali and they, you know, they find out shit before some people because you know they see stuff that happens in the East Coast and the same thing with the West Coast with the East Coast. Like there's stuff that happens in the West Coast that before the East Coast. Like, yeah, yeah. but so do you think though, right? If let's say somebody decides to be like all right jay we're gonna fly you out to cali and we're gonna book you right yes do you think that because you have the experience being a dj in the metro area that you can go to any let's say nightclub right yes and be able to perform to be able to get the crowd going even though they might not know the genre may not know the song 
but do you think it's the way that you'll mix it that people will be able to like oh wow this shit's hot yes this yes is dope. like this is a good this, this is a nice track this what is, is this this is one thing that i always do before if it's a club that i've never been to i would do my research before anything because you never know what type of crowd, you know crowd you're gonna walk into, you know. Yeah, but that's what you gotta hit up the resident DJ. Yes, yes, yes. Hit him up of on course. the side, like, hey, what do you play? Yeah. What's the headlining? What yeah. Like, what type of what's genre? Ha- what, no, what's like, hot over there? Yeah, exactly. You know? So if I do, you know, in the future, if I ever be go to Cali or anywhere else, you know, I'll, uh, you know, I'll definitely do that. And but that's the thing about like uh, Latin wise though. Um, People usually stay in touch with that. What do you mean? Some Latin. Well, some Latin. Yeah, like, you know, Dominicans, when it come, like when, when a dembo comes out, usually Dominicans are on top of it. When with Puerto Ricans, like, when a reggaeton comes out, you know, or Colombians, like, they stay on top of it, you know, majority of the time, no matter if it's West Coast, East Coast. But, you know, you never, well, I, I, I don't know. Like, I've never been to Cali before, but I, I hear that a lot, that they're very late on the music on the clubs club scene wise and you know so hopefully in the future i'll I'll be able to try that out and you know see it for myself i I mean i never experienced it because when i went to vegas it was i mean just house music house music when i went to the clubs in vegas but when they played like latin music it was i I don't know how was it it was it was all right it wasn't like what did they play anything like new new like at that moment i requested for a song and they they did not play so i don't think they had it (laughs) <laughs> wow so i guess maybe it is true uh, yeah and like you said maravilla too like if you go there twice every year and you said they're kind of delayed on it so i'm guessing that's true then so i think i would just do that like i would just play the hits from probably a couple years ago just to keep the crowd going you know if they don't know the song you don't want to you don't want to mess up you know the crowd reading the crowd and messing up your booking for you know the next time because they're going to keep an eye on that that's the main thing so it's always good to research, you know, always be on top of that. So. All right, Jay, before we uh, sign out, do you have any advice for new DJs that are coming up? Uh, main things, just go to the club. If there is a promoter, then, you know, ask for the promoter or find out who is the promoter. Ask them, just like go up to them like, hey, can you give me a shot? Like, yes, do it for free. But. One thing, don't take another DJ's booking. <laughs> Even though it, I don't, I, it wouldn't be your fault, but you know, you know where I'm going with this. Please don't and take his booking. Right. Yes, don't take my bookings, please, please. Uh, yeah, you know, do it for free. You know, if you have something, if they see potential in you, and you actually bring something to the table, go for a price. You know, don't go. It, it, just go what, what you think your value is. You and know? and if you don't know, you can ask. Yeah, ask other DJs. Ask someone that you know or, or don't know, and just. You know, be like, hey, I'm new. Can you give me some pricings? You know, I started with 150. Yeah. And then you know, yeah, 10 years later, I'm not. You know, let's not give you a price out there, but we know you're yeah. making a, you're making money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're making money. All but, right. Um. So, Jay, uh, where I where are you booked this uh weekend? Actually, give, uh, give people your your promo. Go ahead. This is your one shot. Go. All right. So this Saturday, I will be at uh, Empire Lounge in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Woo! On Sunday, Woodbridge, New Jersey, uh, Freaky Al's birthday bash. Woo! It's going to be a movie. Can I go? Birthday brunch. Yes, you can. All right. I'll have a bottle waiting for you right there. Well, I like And a hookah. <laughs> can, I, can I bring a plus one? Yes, of course. All I'll right. Bring, bring Maravilla. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> He's forgetting a girl. <laughs> 
and, uh, and give people your social yeah media. uh follow me on instagram mixcloud i don't have facebook and i don't have twitter so just follow me on those two <laughs> dj j rod and j and yeah all right jay Signing well out. i want to say thank you for coming out thank you for having me man yeah i mean the first episode great thank you a lot of thank good you. topics thank you all right so um <clears throat> thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of feel the night podcast shout out to my guest for today dj j-rod you're so if you guys have any sponsorships be sure to email me at the dj boy at gmail.com for any sponsorships all right yeah, until the next so? time no i think we're uh, good you're good yeah we're good here all right uh next guest should we announce should we announce our social media oh actually you know what hey you guys can follow me on social media at the dj beat boy and, and you can follow me on social media at dj maravilla and uh if you guys want to see our next guest or you just want to show love to me j-rod or maravilla be sure to follow us on social media drop a like and thank you guys so much for tuning in please subscribe for the next episode peace